Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker and listen with a sparkle in your eye as though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I ever heard in all my life. We interrupt this program to waste some of your valuable time. Coming to you live from the KOUG studios at WSU Vancouver, it's TGIF Radio. This show is brought to you by the internet, electricity, and mind power. And now, with no agenda in mind, here's TGIF Radio. Hello everyone and welcome to the highlight of your week. It is Friday, this is TGIF Radio. Say goodbye to the work week and hello to the weekend. We are Actually, almost a whole another week. What are we going to do for Thanksgiving? We're still going to do it. Yeah, just to go over to your house. Yeah, I don't have to work, do you? I don't think so. Then good. That's what we're doing. Yeah. we got the whole day to goof off. <laughs> so if you finish your spaghetti bridge by that, I time. think we're gonna work on like our, on Monday. Yeah, Dr- Drew is literally working on a spaghetti bridge. I'm literally building a bridge for a class. It's a, it's a very interesting project that I've yeah. never really thought of before. <laughs> like I, I, if I was to pick a material to build a bridge out of, spaghetti is not the first thing to come to mind. Actually, which I guess su- is the point of the assignment. It actually can hold if you break it into small pieces. It can actually hold quite a bit of force. So you're allowed to actually break the noodles? Yeah, we, we, we don't have to take it in the full foot-long thing. We can break it into half-inch pieces oh, if we want. okay. Okay, good, because I, I was a bit fuzzy on the criteria. <laughs> I thought you are trying to take full pieces of linguine, you know, we, trying to make the Brooklyn that, Bridge it, it out of it. You can do that, but it won't work very well. Are you modeling your design after the book, Brooklyn Bridge? Brook, 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 Brook? Uh, no, I think we were just going off a general bridge design on something else on the East Coast, but yeah. Okay. No, it's, it, that's not cheating at all. No, it isn't. He said, actually, in the manual, it's like, take a look at some other real-world bridges, see how they're designed, and maybe use those as a basis. That's a good idea. Uh, you can call us, if you dare, at 360-546-9500. I know how to use these buttons now. So, again, that number, if you dare, 360-546-9500. We are classing up the joint today. I know. As <laughs> I have been doing for the past couple weeks, I'm wearing my work clothes again. And Drew is wearing his work clothes, too. Because we both have to work at 3, so by the time we get out of here about 2.15, 2.20, it's basically 10 minutes Yeah, fudge factor to get to work. We are busy, busy people. Yes. You work till 11 tonight? No, actually. Oh. I get to go home and do some very rushed online homework Yeah, and uh, then upload this episode. Fun. So, yeah. <laughs> Once you're listening to this, I finished all my homework. Yeah. Just know that I'm I'm good. My, I'm I'm straight and narrow from the here on out. Yeah, and I really feel like I should have worn my tie because now I look like I <laughs> lost my job rather than I'm about to go to one. Yeah, I oh, look well. like I just walked out of an office building. I ripped off my tie and I went to a bar. Ripped off your clip-on tie and just threw it on the end of the <laughs> dumpster. <laughs> my tie isn't actually a clip-on. I, I actually I actually had a clip-on tie when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. You're so embarrassed by that. I can tell. Not really. No, like, I had you're a... proud of the fact that you know how to tie your own ties i had to teach myself yeah i mean i i had my dad tie a couple of them but then after a while i'm like i'm tired of having my dad constantly tie my ties for me especially when i got the job for safeway uh-huh. i had like 12 different ties or whatever i, I mean i just 12 it, ties that just sat there uselessly yeah it's like never tied yeah or like the knot had kind of got turned into basically a square i'm like it doesn't look good. Hmm. And I'm like, I'm not going to have my dad retie because it usually takes him five, ten minutes to tie it up because he doesn't usually, he doesn't time for his work. 
It's you know? to- it's the total opposite of me because I have a literal two ties. Both of them I learned how to make look correct from the internet. I, just, I tied them once and they stay that way. Yeah, and then you just kind of loosen them up and do we need to open the door? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. All don't right. worry about it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if we if we should bring this up, but uh we have an observer yes. from the outside. <laughs> Hopefully this doesn't uh alienate her completely, but uh we'll we'll, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Hello, Lindsay. How's it going? You don't have to talk. Don't worry about it. Um, should I should probably learn how to tie a tie then. It's, is, really, it's what I'm getting at. It's really simple to do. Um, it's just... And sometimes you have to do it a couple of times in order to get the pattern down, but I just learned watching Ocean's Eleven, quite honestly. That's exactly how I learned. Did he lay it out for you? No, I just observed movie? what Brad Pitt was doing, and I'm like, oh, that's so much easier than what I was trying to do. Brad Pitt has taught you fashion. How often can anybody say that? Yeah, I don't know. No, just ha- taught me how to tie a tie. Let's not go into fashion, quite honestly. Brad but Pitt's a fashionable person. I don't know. That's what I'm getting at here. Hmm. Don't worry about it. Uh, but which way should I learn how to tie a tie? Because there Whatever has, way works for you. There's at least 12. Oh, yeah, there's quite a few. Whatever way works the best for you and looks what you think is the best. Do you know there's a world record for uh, the fastest time to tie a particular tie knot? That's kind of you ridiculous, if, but if it makes sense. There's world records for everything. And it's like two minutes. It seems like a really long time to manipulate a piece of fabric into something as simple as holding your shirt closed. <laughs> it's Why would there need to be a world record for that? Who knows? I don't know. I want there to be a world record for most uh, tangents leaped to in one particular hour because we've got that one. <laughs> If not, That's we'll us. have to work on it. Yeah. We, we're trying really hard. It took us three years to perfect this technique, yes. which is why I would like to jump over to tangent number one, which is uh, McDonald's hates everyone. Well, yeah. We kind of knew that already, but we want to establish that fact even more. They even hate their own workers. I mean, you can just talk to Therese for a few, and she'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. She, she works there, but has yeah. she b- stopped by um, – this is the actual name – for that i'm not making this up out of my butthole is this uh has she ever been to the mcresources page no and that's online? actually what they call it it's the mcresources page it's uh, basically giving, just hr yeah because they give their employees uh dirt for money basically yeah they they're, give them only what they're forced to pay the them. minimum poverty wage if you will mm-hmm. um they have to come up with tips for their employees on how to survive on all this crappy money that they're being given <laughs> The money that they earn by slaving away and uh, hating themselves eventually. Um, and I'm trying to load the story right now, but it's not working. But the advice that was given was pretty much added up to uh, take all your food and eat it in really small bites. So basically ration your ration thing. Ration yourself <laughs> and sell your Christmas gifts on eBay. <laughs> Which I've I've got something to say about this McDonald's. I can't believe I'm going to help you out here, but why wouldn't you just use Craigslist? There's no fee yeah, who there. Who really uses eBay that eBay's, much anymore? I think eBay has really gone down the wayside. I mean, I I'll be honest. I used it for replacing the part of my car, but I yeah. think eBay and parts and that because if that's about the only thing that people use it for anymore. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Um, but but uh, here is actual advice taken from the McResources page. 
It's uh, a horrible name. It is. It's, it, and it, it's you add it's mick to everything. Yeah. You know that it's subpar quality and probably isn't going to help you at all. In fact, it's probably going to make your life worse. It's yeah. It's artificial too. Yeah. Um, here's some. Here's a few golden nuggets of advice. Um, golden mick nuggets. Sing to lower your blood pressure. So incorporate the Seven Dwarves philosophy of working. <laughs> Whistle while you work. I guess so, yeah. Except for then your manager scream at you for whistling while working. You're distracting. Uh, You're, you are happy. You must quit that. You work here. <laughs> Take a holiday. It will reduce your risk of heart attack by 50%. Plus, we don't want to have to pay you, so... <laughs> We want to pay you even less, so why don't you just take a vacation? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna just deal with it that way. And uh, finally, their uh, last wonderful bit of wisdom: quit complaining. <laughs> <laughs> it only increases stress. Oh god! So they actually have no monetary advice; only just ways to reduce stress. Well, not the eBay thing, I guess, but there's the fees for that, yeah. and I don't think anybody wants to buy my Nintendo DS on eBay. Really? I mean, it, do anyways. people still use those? Not really. I I'd don't. hang on to it for a while until it becomes a collector piece. I turn it on maybe once every three months and play Mario for a week straight. <laughs> and then I get burnt out on it, and it just collects dust again. Mm. Kind of sad, really. I use my Game Boy Advance way more often than yeah. my DS. Gosh, one time I just, for one trip to Lower Falls, which you know is out in the middle of nowhere, I've told you about it before. Yes, um, I do know. Anyways, one time I just took my Game Boy Color along. Uh-huh. And it just harkens back to the good old days of gaming, pure gaming nirvana of just, it's so pure and simple gaming that you just love it. Now, let me make sure I don't have my uh, Game Boy models confused here. The Game Boy Color ran on batteries that you could actually remove and replace, yeah, right? Yeah, it ran on two double A's. See, that's amazing to me. Even the, the Game, Game Boy Advances ran on two double A's. Yeah, I don't like that. how they went to a proprietary... Or lithium-ion or whatever. Proprietary. That was I said whatever. that wrong. They, they run on apple pie and sugar. <laughs> that's how it happens. No, it's... um, They, ran, they moved to proprietary battery technology. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I want to be able to actually take the battery out of my computer. Yeah. Or game thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to mess with it. Yeah, which actually brings me to two of those things. Bring me to an interesting point, which we can talk about now that it's the 22nd. Um, What happened? What? uh, Now that it's today, the Xbox One and the PS4 have officially launched. Oh, yeah, they exist. PS4 existed last week uh, and the Xbox this week. Both of them, I've read a lot of reviews on them, kind of just see how much one's turning into a fireball and the other one's taking off. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I know which one's the fireball. Take me. Take me. I know the answer. Yeah, going up in giant fireballs. Not exactly Microsoft. The X-Bone, they're calling it. Yeah, well, they called that for a long time. But actually, it's not doing as terrible as I thought, unfortunately. Really? Yeah. I um, thought they could, they were, like, not letting you share games. Like, they, they wouldn't They were, gonna... said that, and then people freaked out, and then they changed their mind again. Oh, they oh they went back on it. Yeah, pretty much everything okay. they said. Because like, their original stance was, you're not allowed to share fun with people. Yeah, that and <laughs> that you had to always have internet. Basically, everything they ever said at any sort of game conference is yeah. the exact opposite. Hooray! Except for the fact that it basically is again what they intended it to be it was a central hub for your entire entertainment in your living room. I mean, you can. I think you can even hook up like your satellite TV to play and you know use that as the hub for it. You can use games, all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, but both of them, I think, are limited by the fact of the advanced graphics and that kind of stuff that come with the games. Is that um, their hard drives are insanely small compared to how big the game files are? Yeah. 
Yeah. How big Be- are they? Because when you well, the hard drive on the PS4 is 500 gigabytes. All right. The Xbox is like uh, 400, but usable space is like 375 as opposed to 408 gigs on the PS4. Interesting. Um, but when you play a game on that, basically you have to, when you pop in the disc, um, it actually will start downloading the game to the hard drive in order to, A, prevent load times, mm-hmm. and B, keep that high graphical um, capabilities. Okay. But the problem is that each game is like average of 40 gigs. <laughs> so when your hard drive is 500 gigabytes, that comes that's out to like roughly 10, 10 to 12 games. Yeah, that's nothing on the PS4, even less on the Xbox. And storage is so cheap now. Why yeah. would they? Why would they cheap out on that? Brings me to an interesting point of Uh-oh. you saying tearing it open and messing with it. Oh, Sony mods? is no. Sony's actually endorsing the possibility of it because basically they actually released the um, to replace the hard drive on the PS4. Is uh-huh. super simple and it's not. It doesn't even void warranty to do this. Okay, I'm finding this a little hard to believe because I found this on Sony's website. Okay, um, you well, basically you pop off a uh, basically a cover on the front top part of the PS4. You unscrew one screw. You can pull out the hard drive, and as long as you get a hard drive that meets X specifications and size, you can stick it in there. Screw in the screw again. Pop back in. You're good to go. Wow, interesting. So for an extra hundred dollars, you can go from and I found or like 120 bucks. I found this on like the Sony forums or whatever. You can get a 1.5 terabyte hard drive. Yeah, that's a, which is probably what I'm going to do if I ask for one for Christmas. I'm going to ask for this console and for the hard drive and pretty much just swap it because. 1.5 terabytes that all i want for christmas is a super big drive <laughs> a super big drive i'd like some of those too please yes um four terabytes though yeah i want to but... make something awesome do they make uh, that big of hard drives for computers oh they totally do. well for computers yeah and external drives everywhere you can't it says that it doesn't support external drives Boo! See, the thing is, you made it seem like a magical candy land that no, they were introducing no, no, no. with all is these that, interchangeable hard drives. No, but is that now... you can you can replace the internal hard drive with a bigger one if you want. Okay, but the thing is, mm. when that you complain about this, and I complain about it too, but it brings up an interesting possibility of when the Xbox came out, uh-huh. uh, the 360. I mean, uh, you couldn't use external drives on that. No. But then later on, like a couple years later, uh, they finally released it, uh, a software patch or whatever that allowed that to happen. So it's possible in the future with people obviously freaking out over the fact that they can only have 10 games saved at a time. It's definitely not happening soon, though. No. They want to they keep all of their stuff locked down. Yeah. Sony, well, especially Microsoft, when it comes to their software. Yeah, which Sony never actually introduced that for the PS3 that you could use an external drive. But I think the thing is... You spend $100, you get like a 1.5 terabyte, or even if you're lucky, you can find it. I mean, in a year or two, they're probably going to have two and a half, three terabyte hard drives for the same money. Okay. And you just swap that in there, and it's, you know, that'd do everything you need it to do. I love technology. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel actually had the PS4 on his show and he had iced tea like playing with it right and they had they had this weird little thing where on the screen you could make a whole bunch of little robots dance around you on the floor really they looked like holograms kind of but it wasn't actually projecting holograms right. because we're like what 10 years away from that get on At it least. science <laughs> please science i only I want- got about another year and a half for hoverboards yeah they're coming <laughs> i'm excited we got to um oh and and then on this show they had all these little <laughs> robots everywhere and Ice-T and Jimmy kick them just start kicking them 
so, so they're the, just making little tiny are robot sure it was men. the um the playstation and not the connect or the yeah it was PlayStation. okay so they had the little eye thing whatever. i'm looking yeah i'm looking at it right now and yeah. uh you could like suck them up in your remote like mm. a vacuum cleaner. oh interesting it was like it was like a little like uh, a little indie pastime game yeah, I guess so. Okay, and then just a quick guess: How many? I don't know this. I'm just theorizing now. How much money do you think each of those consoles is going to make this holiday season? It's going to make. Yeah, well, I don't know. How, I don't. I don't game much, so I can't yeah. really guess. Well, I'm going to say ooh. How, how many people. I mean, how much do you think they'll make? Because tons of people are going to want to buy them. Sony's already sold over a million of them in a week. At least nine thousand dollars. That's my they, guess. I think our Walmart. <laughs> make that much money on opening <laughs> night yeah probably <laughs> i mean at 400 dollars a piece for the ps4s and they've already sold a million of them walmart makes that in like a couple seconds are you kidding me no i mean that's just kind of PS4s. what makes them a little evil a little evil who am i a kidding? little evil? all the way evil them and mcdonald's just conspire together on how to screw over their employees yeah you know you know by and large from wally yeah that's <laughs> actually what walmart's going to turn into they're going to send everyone into space and make them unable to walk again yeah due to the gelatinous forms that the human body has decided to take in zero gravity which if artificial gravity happened i don't think we would have that problem i mean everybody would be sitting around all the time Mm -hmm. but the main problem is muscle mass in zero gravity right if there is gravity and it's earth normal Mm -hmm. you're not gonna have that much of a problem with your muscles maybe not but i think the thing with um that people were having difficulties moving around in Wally was just because they're so fat, their muscles couldn't, they never used their muscles. So it's the same as if somebody does nothing. Well, here's how we solve that. Don't send unhealthy people to space. Well, right. Send people who are in peak physical condition. They did that initially. Because you did look not, they didn't it, say that in Wally. No, but it's implied by the fact that if you look at like the pictures of the captains over the years. The, the first, captains were in peak physical condition. Well, the, the captain was this, you know, the strapping hero looking, you know, fit guy. And then over time, it's got a slightly chubbier, slightly. And it just was gradual over, you know, 10, 20 captains. It turned in, you know, about halfway through, it turned into William Shatner. And then it turned into the blob. Uh, I'm looking at a very grainy picture of the captains right now. Um, The, the, the guy didn't look overly fit. I mean, oh, sure. He was, I don't know. I've only watched Wally like three times. The so. first uh, the first captain, uh, you know, I, I guess. But make sure that the crew and everybody, passengers. You just got to keep up those fitness standards. You can't let them fall on the wayside. Mm-hmm. You, oh, you, did you want to <laughs> no, speak your opinion into this box? You know, <laughs> like, if you like gone to school you'd know that if you've gone to school you'd know that um when you're out in space it's different than working out here on earth because of gravity right but we're talking yeah. about if, uh, have, if artificial gravity if they have simulated happens. gravity so it feels like you're on earth precisely so your muscles are tricked into thinking there's earth gravity they were just uh-huh. lazy because they're on a boat you don't do much on a boat yeah it don't was basically lazy people to space <laughs> that's the moral it basically was a giant cruise ship i never really thought of it that way but you're right yeah i went on a cruise ship you you gone from one end of the boat to another, and Did they have you, hovering you chairs? get bored once in a while. Where did you go on a cruise to? <laughs> Mexico. Awesome. I kind of want. Did somebody try and get you smuggled drugs back to America? <laughs> it's Mexico. Anything could happen. That's a, that's a that's a terrible. Nothing against you. It's against. Why would I do that when I could just grow it in my backyard? <laughs> because really cocaine and meth sell are much more expensively than marijuana does. <laughs> Fresh crop. I don't know people. Uh, Remember, we, we established this a couple shows ago, as quoted by, uh, what's his face, uh, Jimmy, right? 
from Pulp Fiction. Oh, Co- yeah. Coke is dead is dead. Yeah. All the other drugs are coming back in a big way. <laughs> and especially uh, marijuana. And heroin actually is coming back huge in this area, too, surprisingly. Really? That's what my dad says. I hadn't Gross. heard that. Oh. Yeah. My, yeah, my dad says he can't really remember the last time in recent memory that he's dealt with cocaine. Oh, man. Have you heard of... Uh, oh, this is so messed up. Have you heard of Crocodile? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> Crocodile is, uh, like, really... It's poorly made heroin. Okay. I won't go into too, I wouldn't de- consider too heroin much of very a highly made it, either. <laughs> but you pretty much uh, you use it like normal heroin, except okay. uh, the additional side effect that you get from it is your skin falls off. Hmm. So what do they make? So napalm that. or something? Huh? They make like napalm or something? In it's it? not. Uh, well, no. They, they pretty much make it the same way as oh. heroin. It's just uh, not done well. Mm. It's cheap. Is what it is. So there's impurities in it that so give putting you chili pea in your crystal. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's exactly what it. That's a that's a Breaking Bad reference. Uh, Boo! Yeah, that's exactly what it's yeah. what it's like. Um, and it just makes the, y- your flesh just it's gone. Yeah. Goodbye. That's, that's pleasant. You, you never get that back. And apparently, and then the crocodile scales because it turns into giant scabs all over your arm. You that just turn sense. into the lizard. <laughs> you want to you want to try and find spider-man <laughs> and also inject a whole bunch of that smack <laughs> isn't that the term for heroin smack amongst others i'm sure okay whatever your dad should know all I the know. slang terms oh yeah i want to know them please <laughs> yeah so i can like list them off really I, i've heard cheese before hmm. cheese is a name for heroin although i think it's a special kind of heroin i think meth has more nicknames than any other drug honestly glass speed Speed isn't no speed. I thought speed was separate. No, so that speed ball is different. <laughs> this is a family show. Yeah, <laughs> as I'm sure you figured. We're educating out. people <laughs> to not do drugs. Exactly. Right. Actually, speaking of dr- um, drugs, God, we are on a great segue thing here today. Speaking of drugs, do you have any man? Can I get my fix now? <laughs> no. Uh, on Netflix, I was watching this National Geographic special on meth. Actually, uh-huh. just recently, it's actually a pretty good special. Okay. Um and. It was saying that, you know, there was, like, going through different names and how easy it is to make all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had, like, at one point, like, in the mid- early mid-2000s, they had, like, a bunch of PSAs as to avoid, you know, to scare people away from doing math. Uh-huh. And I was thinking, obviously, A, the special was made before 2008. Yeah. And because Breaking Bad came out, they would have addressed that at the very least. Yeah. But actually, the special is actually pretty cool because the majority of it took place in, like, the Multnomah County, Portland area, uh-huh. which was kind of cool. Yeah, well known for meth out there. Oh, really? yeah. Well, yeah, the Faces of Meth thing started out in Multnomah County Jail. Is that where um, Is that where Salem is? Is Salem in Multnomah County? I think so. I don't know. I hear that's, like, the meth capital of the Northwest. Yeah. But anyway. Um, but, and then uh, I was watching the show. I'm thinking they talk about the PSAs and they show on them, like, you know what would be really ironic if AMC showed one of these right before an ad for uh, Breaking Bad or right after? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Although I don't think – I think Breaking Bad by itself is, is enough of a deterrent. That's true. People say, oh, I don't want to watch Breaking Bad because I don't want to support crystal meth or making or selling it. It yeah, obviously – not. D- it doesn't do that. That's not the point of the show, it actually. It's kind spreading. Of, it kind of tells you – don't do this. It's bad. This is all sorts of bad stuff happens directly from this. Uh, Salem is actually in two counties at the same time, which so is kind of like Woodland. I didn't know was possible. Is Woodland technically yeah, in? Par- very small parts of it are in Clark County. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I could probably throw a rock and I, it, it's going to land in Clark County. It's like Therese lives in Clark County. I live in Cowlitz. Very close together. Yeah. She lives like six blocks from me. That's weird, man. Yeah. 
I wish, uh, sometimes I wish we had actually painted the lines of the borders. <laughs> that would have been interesting to see. Just because I, I like jumping over lines. Is that is that a crime? <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. I want to go to that four corners bit. Uh, I do want to go to the four corners. And, and just lie cool. down in, in starfish formation. <laughs> I'm in four states at once. Yeah. King of the world, yada, yada. Uh, you know? It'd be pretty great. So if you're coin, standing on the point of the four corners, are you in any of those states? You're in all of them at once, aren't you? Just like how when you're at the North Pole, you're facing south. No matter which direction you face. But uh-huh. Yeah. I think it'd be like that. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's like, you could be standing there because technically you're not over the lines into any of the states. You're on the line. Yeah, well, it's just the intersection right, of all right. four of those magic lines. We need more. We need more things like that. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be fun to go to the North Pole. Now that you bring it up, oh, just as an heck yeah, yeah. Ex- I, kind of exploring thing. I've always you wanted drive to drive a car there. North North Pole kind of. or um, Everest? Everest Wh- would be pretty cool. Which oh, one yeah. do you think would be less dangerous? North Pole. Yeah. Yeah, you can take a car there. They did it on Top Gear Special. <laughs> <laughs> they literally took a pickup. Yeah, to the, drove it to the North Pole. Oh wow! Fashion and dog sled team could get there. Awesome. Yeah, it was actually pretty cool. Special. They actually broke the truck like four times. What kind of truck there. did they take? It was a Toyota Hilux, which they don't sell in America. I don't think. Oh. Uh, basically, it's like a lot because like, they're too flimsy. No, actually, they're really, really, really durable. Huh. Um, I think the closest comparable one would be like the Forerunner. Oh, okay. In size wise. And I know what that looks like, so that's a good It's comparison. roughly that size or maybe a little bigger, but they're just – that was the truck that they could not destroy on the previous oh, episodes. yeah. It was a new version of that. They, it's like, a, threw it in the ocean, and they were all like, it lives. They and, lit it on fire. They dropped it off of a building that was imploded. The works, and nothing could kill the car. That was pretty great. It was great. And basically, this is a modern version of it, basically, because that was, like, a 90s. They took a modern version of it. They improved the tires and – Basically did a bunch of slight improvements to it. And they drove it to the North Pole. Yeah. So awesome. You're probably not going to be able to do that very much in like the next 20, 30 years. So I guess we'll go to Everest instead. (laughs) Did you know it costs like $25,000 to get a permit to go even close to that mountain? Yeah, that makes sense. I'm pretty sure it's 25000 And speaking of Everest, you know, just to make yourself feel even more like an underachiever, or us feel like underachievers, uh-huh. somebody took their dog, and the dog climbed up Everest with them. Without Did they oxygen. give the dog oxygen? No, without no. oxygen. Dog and man climbed Everest without oxygen. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of dog, man? I don't know, but it was, it, and it wasn't like the dog was just carried up the mountain either or put, you know, it the wasn't, dog actually it wasn't like one of your dogs that they could just stick in the backpack and take it with them. <laughs> you just take a chihuahua to the top of the mountain. I think it would literally turn into just a pupsicle. The only reason I, I, I don't condone animal cruelty at all, but <laughs> the, the only, only reason, reason I would take a chihuahua <laughs> to the top of Mount Everest is to punt it. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. I know. Oh god! I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> oh gosh! I said I, I don't. Both condo- of our faces are turning really red. I said I don't condone it, so it's it's all good. Yeah, it's like <laughs> if you say with all due respect, you can say whatever you want to someone. With all due respect, yeah, sure. Um, uh, let's see. It's the, in the Geneva Convention. Look it up. <laughs> 
the minimum amount uh, that you have to spend to get on Everest is $30,000. Yeah. Most Western guiding companies charge around 65000 and if you're going all out on a private expedition with an imported chef and constant access to Instagram, your trip might run as high as $100,000. That's just ridiculous. You don't need Instagram while you're climbing Everest. You take the photos, you post them when you get down towards someplace with cell service or Wi-Fi. Take a, take a disposable camera. That's true. They're disposable for a reason. Yeah, and it, then just get them scanned onto your computer. Take hundreds of pictures. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I'd take one or two or three or a couple every day. At least at least two pictures. At least two every day of the journey. One picture of me holding Ooh, the chihuahua. You know you know what would be really cool to do? What? Is if you got to the top of Everest and you had and then you got up there and you had the, like that brightling rocket wing thing, mm-hmm. like that rocket man guy, and you literally flew off the top of the mountain and glided down to the base. I don't know if you could actually do that, but you don't think the air is dense cool enough? It's a cool idea. The air might not be dense enough and it might just be too darn windy. That's true. You'd have to account for air drafts. Oh, I saw something really cool driving on the way to school today. What is the apparatus called where you're you know those fans that they have on the back of those boats that they drive Propeller. through swamps? Yeah, but there's a guy, he's con- sitting in a seat, and he's controlling that, but he's in the sky Oh no! with one of those parachutes that you would have, like, if you, I don't know, um, like, if, if you, like, were hang gliding. But it's not hang gliding. It is a parachute. Yeah. And you pull on the strings to, uh, right. would it be like, um, like, like, a, like ki- a paratrooper? Yeah, or kind of like kite surfing kind of thing. Yeah, only, but he had a motor with him. Oh, yeah. And he was flying through the sky. Did you see that guy? I haven't, no, but it makes sense. It sounds kind of like He a... was doing that over the freeway as I drove here. It was awesome. I'm envious of you because yeah. I was sitting here just doing looking, nothing, playing a game on my phone, yeah. <laughs> well, I could take a picture of it. I was driving, but no. would have been awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he was just chilling around. He wasn't even moving. He had somehow perfected the angle that he was at, so he was it, he was hovering yeah. in one spot above the freeway. It was weird looking. Yeah. But really cool. I wish I knew what those things were. I think were I've called. also seen somebody where they have basically like rollerblades on their feet and then they have like a fan or some sort of fan thing like that on mm-hmm. their back and then they just kind of bend over and just pushes them along, you know, the road on their rollerblades. Yeah. Speaking of punting things off of Mount <laughs> Everest, um again, I don't condone kicking dogs at all. That's horrible. Plus they wouldn't I'm fly serious too well. about that. Don't kick dogs because do- dogs are awesome. Yes, agreed. Uh I do want to uh maybe kick a beach ball off of Mount Everest if you can get enough air in it. Because, again, the problem yeah. is, is there's, like, no air up there. People have to bring their cans of air oh, yeah, with half, them. Yeah, half people have to yeah bring oxygen with them. Yeah. Um, but Can't apparent- bring a pre-inflated one. No. Wouldn't work. Well, it would, I, it would explode on the way up. The air pressure differences. Yeah. Oh, what? Imagine- I, how did I? I had that completely backwards in my head. You thought it would, like, shrink up? Yeah, because I'm stupid. No, and- <laughs> imagine that climbing up Everest and you have this beach ball on your back. All of a sudden, you're boom, and you just freak out. <laughs> That'd be so- it that al- an avalanche. That, almost, that actually happened to me with a bag of chips when I was climbing up Mount we, St. Helens. We've had that happen, too, actually, just going up over mountains. Yeah? You know? 
Yeah, we've had stuff, yeah, explode on us, or like you could, you know, like the bottom of like the Coke can like bulged out the bottom. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh, I'm wrong. It wasn't St. Helens. It was Rainier. Yeah, Rainier's a lot Rainier, taller. Rainier's way taller, and they have a house at the top of that. Did you know that? Huh? There's a, but you can't. It's that's useless. confidence that the mountain's not going to blow. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a house really. It's, it's more a, of a shack. It's a shack with a whole bunch of ice in it and graffiti all on the. Yeah. Other. You can't even get inside of it. Uh. There's ice in it all the time, but it's pretty cool to find up there um yeah no that happened to me with a bag of chips uh what i really would like to do if it gets i'm sure it gets, it's snowy on mount hood probably fairly soon yeah is either get a small very small group together or just kind of do it as like a or get a couple rooms go up to timberline in the winter i've always wanted yeah, to do that for and like break. skiing or snowboarding just to go up there oh and I, I want to learn how to ski and or snowboard. I've, I've always wanted to try skiing. That seems I have easier. Two. I've heard half one way, half another. I mean, Ben and his whole family, they skied for years and years and years. So they thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I've always kind of wanted to try it. All right. It, um, skiing seems a little bit more sane to me than snowboarding <laughs> because snowboarding, you are actually disabling your ability to walk and yeah. actively throwing yourself <laughs> over a moderately to majorly steep cliff yeah that's uh, it's it's a little crazy mm-hmm. but yeah and then when you're up there at timberline required you have to watch the shining <laughs> <laughs> yes oh i would never sleep <laughs> and you gotta try and rent like two room oh no there's no room 237 in the timberland i don't think there isn't i don't think so i think that's actually why there should be i think that's why you made the room room 237 because in, neither in timberland or the hotel that stephen king based the overlook hotel on neither one of them have room 237 interesting I, i'm pretty sure that's the thing because the hotels actually asked them asked Kubrick to do that because they thought that if he did, you know, like it was originally supposed to be 217. They oh. thought if they put 217, nobody would ever so want to stay in the that hotel room. came to him and he was like, Hey man, we we get people up here all the time, but we don't want everybody asking for this one room or nobody asking for it because they think it's haunted. No, I'd be asking it, for it. I would too. Quite honestly. It's a, it, it's a, it's not like somebody got murdered in the room. They made no. a movie about the room. Yeah, exactly. If somebody got murdered in the room, nobody would want it. Yeah, but they thought somebody th- would think that the place was the room was haunted, and they wouldn't yeah. want it, and then they'd lose money. Oh well. Did they actually? Um, I'm I haven't seen like the documentary that got filmed while they were making that movie. Yeah. Did they actually film inside of Timberline, or was Timberline just used for exterior shots? It, Timberline was just exterior shots. I think. Darn it! I know. I wanted to find the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to find that big open room where Jack does his typing. Oh, yeah. That, that would be cool. Bring a typewriter with you. <laughs> yes, I would totally bring a typewriter with me and type out like a whole page of a work and no play. You know, makes Red Jack a very double. Rum. Red rum. Red, Red rum. <sighs> Man, that was, so, that was the coolest part of the movie for me yeah. because I had no idea. What, what does red rum mean? As the child lost his mind <laughs> and then it's revealed. Then you're like, <laughs> oh, man, it's a murder theme. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> Red rum is that good? I don't know. I don't know. I've been I've been trying to do a couple uh, voices lately. Um, do you know what Larry? I think it's a l- little faster is the red rum kind of thing. Red rum. I don't know. I've only watched the movie once, so. Do you know what uh, who uh, Larry King is? Yes. Okay. Is Hi, this alive? is Larry King. <laughs> I'm here with my excellent interviewing skills, and we're here to talk to uh, one Mr. Drew Gillespie. Uh, 
what are you doing here, man? <laughs> I'm wondering the same thing, Larry. How are you? What are you doing here? I honestly don't know. <laughs> I woke up in here. I think I've actually, I technically live in this studio. It's a little disconcerting, but uh, I don't want to go home to my wife. That's the anymore. thing with Larry. I think he's getting so old anymore. I don't even think he realizes what he's doing anymore or where he is. He might not realize that he's actually a robot sent here <laughs> to find Sarah Connor. Yeah, that, and I think, you know, I think he's old enough now that the people he interviews, he's like, I have no idea who this person is. <laughs> Jay-Z walks into the room and he's all, he's like, why is it? I'm not going to go. Am I? No. I was about to throw you something out there. You almost crossed the line, my friend. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so you're one Mr. Jay-Z. What do you do? Or like, a, he so brought, how do I spell the J-A-Y-Z-E-E? -E? <laughs> who is this Lady Gaga? I don't why uh, why is she a famous person? It's like or it's like that reminds me of uh, New Year's Eve when Dick Clark was still alive after he had a stroke. Oh, God. Which that's another voice I can do really well. Is, and a happy new year to all. <laughs> oh, thanks, Ryan. That was a wonderful performance. The statute of limitation hat. It's almost like you just have to be yawning the entire time you talk, oh, and that gets man. Dick Clark down. If I pretend to yawn, I do actually start to yawn. And when you started doing the Dick Clark voice, I had the urge to yawn. I'm still fighting it. Yeah, it's, um, I gotta swallow that urge. But it's like he, when he was talking. It's like you could tell he has no idea who any of these artists he's talking about are. It's such a shame. It, it is sad that he died, though, because he was the icon of New Year's. How long did he run that for? Like, at least 50 years. He ran at least since the early 70s. Oh, that's not 50. Well, that's 40. JFK was actually assassinated 50 years ago today. Today? Yeah. I didn't mm -hmm. realize that. We There was, a, there was like, a, a song played in his honor. Oh. I'm sure. Uh, which, yeah. you know, what, what are we supposed to do to, like, honor him? Not ride in a limo or convertible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't drive through Texas. No, with and drive by or drive by a book suppository. Get a pair of binoculars and watch the grassy knoll <laughs> for the rest of the day. Yeah, which uh, I don't. Do you buy that? No, no. I'm not. I'm not. I've actually looked at a lot of the JFK conspiracy stuff. Just kind of like, why do these people believe this stuff? They think it's what they. Um, I'm not totally Which sure what they're Which theory are you going to go off on? Because I mean, um, there's like five of them that I can think of. The, well, the main one is that there was a second shooter, shooter on the grassy knoll. Or in a storm drain. Storm drain? Yeah, there was like supposedly like somebody thought there was like some guy that climbed into like a storm drain area. And there's actually was room for somebody to climb in one. All you had to do was lift hmm. up the grate and climb in. And you could actually stick a rifle out of it. Some people reported seeing a rifle, you know, the tip of a rifle sticking out of it, which was probably just a stick. Yeah, they made that up. It's yeah. in their it's in their minds. Exactly. Well, they they riffed on that for an episode of the X Files. Mm. Uh, there's a guy. He's a recurring character on that show. He's only known as the Smoking Man. <laughs> he's the guy. He has no name. He always shows up when they're in the middle of a mystery. He's always smoking cigarettes, and he always has like a warning for them. You better stay out of this crap and then he takes a <laughs> puff and leaves yeah in that show they built it up so that he killed jfk hmm. from the storm drain yeah and i had huh. never actually heard the storm drain theory until yeah. i had seen that episode of the yeah. show there is there is some interesting stuff that you know with that whole jfk assassination thing, like on the back of the convertible there are platforms for Secret Service agents to be standing so that way they are blocking um, JFK and his wife from shooters from the rear like he got shot. I thought but that was just so they didn't have to run. No, it was just car. That, No, they were human shields. 
quite literally. Dang. Um, but for some unknown reason, they were walking beside the car instead of on riding on the car. I learned this the other day. Um, cause we we know that uh, Lyndon B. Johnson got sworn in on the plane. R- on the plane, but like within an hour of him being sworn in, mm-hmm. another Secret Service agent tried to kill Lyndon Johnson. Really? Yeah. Huh. It absolutely happened. Because I've also heard another theory, which does make some sense in a lot of ways. The motives, anyways, the actual, the fact that it happened, I don't believe, uh-huh. is that the CIA killed JFK. Yeah. Um. Why? Because <laughs> isn't it their job to like be friends with him? No, because a lot of JFK's decisions that he was making were going, you know, were frustrating the intelligence agencies, and also he was very anti-Vietnam. Uh, like if JFK hadn't assassinated, they probably wouldn't have very anti-Vietnam, but very pro-moon. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, he was not, I am also pro-moon. Yes. It's nice. Yeah. He was not probably going to escalate the war in Vietnam and considering, you know, there was a lot of CIA stuff going on in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Um, basically if lots of sneaky stuff, if there was no Vietnam, they wouldn't have the funding they need. Yeah. to do the stuff they wouldn't have money and you know amongst other things and also there was some corruption of them smuggling stuff into and out of vietnam making tons of money and you so, know stuff it's kind of like an american gangster the smuggling the drugs out through the cargo plane. it was cheese yeah as uh same kind of concept is that they were getting too rich to you know let some you know goody two-shoes ruin it yeah uh the one that probably if there was a conspiracy the most likely one would be the whole the kgb killed him quite honestly the KGB? Yeah, because right. Lee Harvey Oswald, before he um, shot Kennedy, in 1960, he actually renounced his U.S. citizenship, moved to the USSR, became a Soviet citizen for a couple of years, and then moved back, if I remember correctly. Interesting. I don't know. I mean, it's been a while since I've read the details, so I probably forgot some of them, but... Oh, well. Yeah, but he did live in Russia for a couple of years. I know that, or for a little while, and then he came back, and yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was this thing in the beginning. I, I'm playing back in the USSR. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so it matches. Whatever. And obviously, the KGB. That one does have some, you know, relevance politically. You know, the, uh-huh. the Soviets not liking Kennedy and still a bummer. It is a bummer. Really? Obviously. Why? Why aren't we going back to the moon, man? Too expensive. So what? I know. Okay, here's here here's my here's my theory about it. Um, not not about the Kennedy assassination. I'm not gonna <laughs> okay. go. I'm not gonna go all nuts on everybody. Yeah. Um, thank you. No, this is why we should go back to the moon. But I don't know if you heard about this. Um, but over the weekend, over the past week, there was this thing going on for Bat Kid. Make a Wish Foundation pretty much yeah. made a five-year-old kid who is in leukemia remission. Mm-hmm. They made him Batman for a day, which was awesome. The pretty and pretty much the entire city of Los Angeles, I think he was in. I don't know uh, where it was. Somewhere in California, they all rallied Sacramento, around I think. this. Hmm? Sacramento. Oh, I think. oh yeah, actually that sounds right. Um, they all rallied around this kid. They were cheering him on everywhere. Even Christian Bale and uh, Ben Affleck even tweeted that you know. Bat Kid, best Batman ever. Didn't Val Kilmer say something too? I don't know. I, all I knew is that the two most recent Batman, Batman, eh, I guess, maybe. <laughs> but uh, everybody rallied around this kid, and they were cheering him on. He got to arrest the Riddler, the Joker, everybody. And the total cost for that whole venture mm-hmm. was a hundred thousand dollars. Good lord! 
It's which how, I think. How do costumes cost that much? It's not just the costume. It was the it was uh, city costs. I guess. Uh, you know, they close streets down and yeah, to control the people and everything. I guess. But if it just takes a hundred thousand dollars to do something that awesome for an entire day, I think we can put a bit more money into going to to freaking space, man. Yeah. I want to go back to space. <laughs> We're stuck in the middle of the generations that got to go to space. In the yeah, future, exactly. we're going to be in space again, but I'm going to be like 80 and then like, I don't know, <laughs> uh, Will Smith's kid's going to be getting his own hotel room on the International yeah, Space Station or something. To this. Oh, <laughs> She's mouthing something, I'm not sure. What's the point of going to space? You want to live on the moon? Yeah, actually, we do. Explore the universe. Yes, there's a lot out there that nobody's obviously explored, and how awesome would that be to go explore it yourself? Yeah, exactly. Plus, I want. But if you go explore it, you won't like. It takes years to get to Mars, so you got to figure out how. Like, uh, you got to engineering. You got to increase that just to get there and come back and be alive. (laughs) Working on it. Is that a plan for you? No, but it would be awesome. You won't even live to go like go there and then come back it's for the or greater good of with humanity, today's technology yes but if people put more money into researching it you know it's like when people went to the moon at the time that jfk said we choose to go to the moon man hadn't even been to space yet yeah nobody had a dog had that was it eh, the russians had put a dog into space that was the furthest space achievement that people had accomplished that dog might not and have then, even lived and yeah i oh, think it did? no it did um okay, that's the whole point but we didn't gain anything from it, really, besides we beat Russia in a, like, uh, ego battle. Well, yeah. Well, egos are always good. We're, yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it, but the thing those. is, it proved that we could, and it, explore, it opened up a whole new possibility of exploration and science. Yeah. Plus, if we screw up Earth badly enough, we're going to have to go to Mars anyway and yeah. just screw up. Well, maybe not Mars, but I don't know where else we would go. But Uranus's moons or something. Some planet has a couple of <laughs> moons that apparently we can live. I've heard Saturn or Jupiter has a pretty good possibility, obviously because they got tons of moons. <laughs> you said Uranus. <laughs> That's a planet. <laughs> That's a planet. Okay. I'm sorry. You're, you are immature. I know. Thank you. I think... <laughs> I should take over now. now what? Are yeah, you... grab. No, no. Here's I a set of headphones. He, he... Oh. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, no, here, Renee. Keep it going. I'm not here. <laughs> here, Renee, headphones. What? Headphones. Do I, I don't know, so you can talk on the mic, too. What? I'm in trouble. No, you're not. You're just becoming the third for the last, how much time do we have? Uh, Eight minutes. minutes. <laughs> It'll be fine. All right, so. Yeah. Here we are, talking about space. We're the going to space side, you're the not go to space side, apparently. What? Oh, we're taking sides. <laughs> it seems we that were, way. I didn't know we were doing that. I don't, know. I don't know if we intentionally were, but that's the way it's developing. I don't, I don't want us to fight about it. No. no. It's a debate. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh thank you. That's the... <laughs> oh, all right. Well, debate's still a fight. Kind no. of. Let's, deba- let's have a debate about that. Is debating fighting? <laughs> this, is a, this is a meta debate. Go. Uh, I think it is. Arguments... Are not <laughs> debate fight. is about proving your point, not about being right, not about yelling at other people. Yeah. Okay. So your point. Back to the main debate. Yes. So, meta debate the... over. Um, I think going to space is something that would be really cool to do. It would be something very interesting. Yes. It's the whole idea of exploring. I'm sorry, going Star Trek, but exploring you know world new worlds and discovering new civilizations. Possible. I mean, and to boldly go where man no man has gone before. That's the biggest that. one. I mean, not the whole discovering alien life. That would be cool but unlikely yes i know yeah 
It's but nice to dream about. It's the idea of just exploring. It's that the great unknown kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, where would we be if we didn't explore our own Earth? Yeah. Never left England. That would be cool to live the life of Star Trek, but yeah. we are far off. Oh, yeah. We're from... not saying that we're yeah, going to live yeah. Star Trek. Not even Firefly, which is much more mundane than... Mundane? I Dude. mean, compared to Star Trek, it's not, you know... Big, shiny ships going warp speed all over the place. They're basically limited to a solar system, not an entire galaxy. And they don't really have aliens in Firefly. They don't have any, no. Never have you gotten really... you to watch the show yet, or have you watched it? Um, no, but it's my best friend's favorite show. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. We recommend it highly that. to yes. all members of the world. <laughs> we believe that if you all watch Firefly, we shall achieve world peace. It's possible. That's, that's our main idea. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's also kind of the idea of space travel, bringing it back, this is a callback, um, is if we can just work together to go to Mars even. We mm-hmm. can't really do it by ourselves because the U.S. is a pretty screwed up place. We're, we're, in, a, we're in a pit yeah. right now. We're not, not really. Yeah. We're actually very stable and people are still trust oh, people still trust us with their money <laughs> for a little while at least. <laughs> not this. Who kn- yeah, I don't know. Basically what he's saying is we could be doing better. Yeah. World world peace is something to aim for and I it's think never we gonna can happen. do that. It's never going to happen. We, it's impossible. There's always going to be disagreements between I people. I think we can do that with space travel. Yeah, but people are always going to have disagreements. People are always going to have arguments. There's always going to be conflict between people. People are always going to want more than they have, and they're going to want to take it. Solution, we all become Vulcans. (laughs) Makes sense. Vulcans are fairly cooperative, right? Star Trek is nice, but on the flip side, it's sort of an idealistic um, science fiction. Yeah. Because the idea is that everybody gets along, except for the Klingons. Okay, well, I'm going to switch back to this microphone because it is about that time where I push that well, we have magic a bit button, minutes, don't we? Well, I gotta go to oh, work, yeah, and no, so, I do do, too. so do you. But yes. we're just gonna sign off really quick. Oh, what is that sound? I had a tab open that was. Do you hear that? What is that sound? I don't know, but it's like somebody talking. I, something, I heard something about it. China. Fight through it. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/tgifradio. <laughs> we're also tgifradio on Twitter. Email us absolutely anything. Please do it. No one does at show at gmail.com. Uh, things you'd like to say before we kill this? Um, I really honestly think that we should do a moon base. I mean, NASA promised us one by 2020. I'm still holding to that deadline. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay, anything you'd like to say? Lindsay says bye. bye. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week, not in the KOUG studios, but most likely in from, the bedroom studio. From you the gotta bedroom. pull out that intro again. Yeah, no, I still have it, thankfully. Yeah, we used to... Re- Uh, All right, whatever. Happy Friday, America. We'll see you next week. Happy Thanksgiving.